Yay! It's 2022. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you and your loved ones remain happy and healthy in this crazy world of ours. I'm currently taking a much-earned break from the podcast, so like last week, I'm bringing you another flashback to a popular episode. It's an interview I had with the fabulous Cindy Shames on building a business with a positive mindset. It's a beautiful episode to kick off the year, and whether you've already listened to it or if you're new to the show, I know you're going to love it. And I'll bring you a brand new episode again next Monday. This year, I'm introducing monthly themes for something a bit different. So if you need support in a particular topic or if you have certain interests in a particular topic, you can binge listen to a whole bunch of relevant and useful content for that month. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, share and leave me a review. Let's go. Welcome to the Marketing and Me podcast. If you're eager to grow your health and wellness business via effective marketing methods while maintaining your own health and wellness, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Leanne Shelton, and I help business owners just like you overcome their fear of failure and find the courage to, within to step up, show up, and make an impact on the world while also living a lucrative life and reaching their full potential. And I do this through strategic marketing advice and engaging conversational copywriting at Right Time Marketing. So feel free to book in a free 30-minute discovery call with me after listening to today's episode. The details are in the show notes. And today I'm joined by my guest, Cindy Shames. Welcome, Cindy. Hi, everyone. So nice to be here, Leanne. This is great. I'm so excited. Uh, so, so just to tell everyone who you are, so Cindy is a certified results coach. She shows her clients the tools to unlock their potential, make an impact, and create opportunities they never thought were possible. She works through topics such as mindset, abundance, goals, strategies, and more. And Cindy has worked for amazing people like Gabby Bernstein, the Elton John Foundation, Oprah's team, wow, and Miss <laughs> Universe, and bump shoulders with many other celebrities along the way. If you just look at her website, I was like, oh my gosh, she went, oh. <laughs> um, so Cindy has been through her own transformational mindset journey, which is why I thought she'd be the perfect person to bring on the show to talk about the power of positivity. Um, and I look, there's been that kind of ongoing stream through a lot of episodes that I've run because that's what I'm all about. I'm a very positive person. Um, but yeah, I really love that we're going to focus on that today. And so Cindy and I met via BX Networking Online and we just instantly connected. Yeah. Um, and I've just loved chatting with her in recent weeks. So I'm looking forward to today's interview. Thank you. Um, me too, Leanne. <laughs> so yeah, so enough for me. But um, yeah, I would love to hear more about your business journey, including how you, I mean, with your own mindset and how you managed to work for those amazing people. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, I think as every little girl grows up, we all have these dreams. And I guess when I was little, I just wanted to be a film star or a pop star. I used to call myself, I want to be a pop star, right? And I would stand on the table and sing. And I really, really, really wanted to be a pop star. And 
I guess that didn't happen. And then I thought, okay, well, I'll go into my next idea. And that is I'm going to definitely marry a prince and be a princess. I was absolutely sure. I watched the Lady Diana wedding and I went, okay, that's for me. I'm going to be a princess for sure. Um, anyway, long story short, um, not, not realizing that I was trying to manifest these things, but they were really on my mind a lot. I used to think about it a lot as was really what I wanted to do as a little girl growing up. I really wanted to be different and I wanted to kind of grow up really doing big things. And um, I landed up moving to LA um, almost um, 20 years now, 15 years ago. And when my, my kids were brought up in LA and um, I was an, I was used to be an illustrator, a, a fashion illustrator. And um, I was just really had that same mindset, that positive mindset that I want more. I want to meet people. I want to meet people that are doing really well and um, creating big things and really, you know, get to know them and, and, and learn how they've got to where they've got to. Um, I was super lucky that I got clients like Gabby Bernstein. I did some drawings for Gabby Bernstein and I got to speak to her, which was amazing. And she, she's just the coolest lady, which is great. And I was delivering um, a massive big canvas for the Elton John Foundation and bumped into Oprah's team and they were getting ready for Oprah's Super Soul Sunday. And I got invited to that. And then I, you know, that one thing led to the other. So I won't go into the, the, you know, the, all the, the details of it, but basically it was that I had set my mind that uh, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to know and learn and understand how to become somebody that can really create a difference in the world. Now that's that, that aside, that was pretty amazing. And I did meet some incredible, amazing people, but in my heart, I was the, the, that was not my purpose. My purpose was to go out there and really help others become the best they can be in their lives. Because I didn't start off like this. I was a shy little girl who didn't have a lot of self-esteem and um, I just wanted more for my life. So I know how hard it is and it, it has been a journey for me. And so I, I went to UCLA and I studied, um, I, I studied to be a coach and everything changed for me. And I went, okay, this is it. This is my passion. This is what I love. And this is what I do. I help mainly women reach unstoppable goals. Unstoppable results is my is my um, my, my slogan. And that's what we do. We, we make sure that we get those results over and over and over again. And we create it through mindset, through positive mindset, through that backing of I, I can do this. There is a possibility. Yeah, I love that. And I'm a lot of um, synergies there because I yeah, also had like low self-esteem as a kid. I kind of had had confidence when I was really young and then I kind of lost that as I got a little bit older, like just my teen years, I guess, and kind of just really dropped off and kind of started to come up again and then it dropped off again. Um, but really as an adult, that's where I really found that positive mindset. And and I also always felt like I was meant to live a, a big life too. And um, I, I was like, oh, I'm meant to be, yeah, an author or I, I'm meant to be, or I think I was to say, I don't want to be famous because, you know, there's a lot of the issues with when you're famous, a lack of privacy. But right. I want to interview famous people. Like I want to <laughs> so be like famous but not famous where, right. yeah, you're attacked in the streets. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I really I really um, connect with that. And so what was the shift between that quiet, shy girl to starting to achieve these great things? Was there a catalyst? Um, I don't think there was one catalyst, but I am quite, I'm a, I'm a people's person and I've got quite a bubbly personality and I was held back by my confidence. So I wanted to be out there at a party and I wanted to have fun and I wanted to be like, have the confidence to be able to know I can do this, but I was being held back all the time by my own self-esteem. 
And I think as I got older and we get wiser and, and, I, and I looked around and I saw these people that are just, you know, killing it and going out there and creating things for themselves, I thought, I want more than this. I want more than, I want to know how to do this. And that's when I really pushed myself out of my comfort zone to create this person that I am today. And now I love it. I'm a motivational speaker. I absolutely love talking to people. I'm still... I'm still a little shy, but I still, but I have that confidence now because I know how to do it. And that's what I want to show other people that you can do this. And it is all about thoughts. Yes. Uh, the, the fake it to you make it thing was a big mantra totally. for me for a while. <laughs> me too. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what does having a positive mindset as a business owner mean to you? You know, business is a roller coaster ride. We all know that. There's so many ups and downs, and there's probably more downs than ups in business. And I have been in business for many, many years. I've had two 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 businesses prior to this, and um, so I've kind of I know you know what to expect. And I feel like if we don't have that mindset that gives us that passion and the why why we are doing this what we want to achieve from this, when we hit those down spirals or when we go through frustrations or when we have a very quiet day and things are not growing as fast as we want them to grow, that's when a lot of people give up and that's when a lot of people don't push forward. But if we have the mindset to go, okay, this is growth, this is what I need to get through, you know what What I'm doing today, I'm actually forming um, patterns for my two my two months time or my three months time so I'm creating now what I will receive in a couple of months time when you can actually understand that and truly truly believe that it changes everything it really puts you in a success mindset rather than if it doesn't work I'm only going to give it three more months and if it doesn't work then I'm going to try something else no that doesn't come into it that success mindset and that positivity as you call it absolutely creates success in your business I love that because I, I I can be a bit impatient in terms of results myself. Uh, like I want everything now. I'm like, I'm doing this effort yeah, now. Why, why isn't it translating to right now? But you know what? Like all I'm, I'm realizing this last couple of months, all these efforts that I have been putting in all year are now starting to come to fruition, you know? And I it's, it's hard because like marketing particularly is the long game and you can't just expect that, oh, I'm putting these posts out now why am I constantly getting a, I'm not going to have flurry of emails. People want to work with me. Why is that? Um, so you need to just, I oh, like that. You know, just pause and go, no, this is part of the process. I'm what I'm doing now. I'm planting those seeds for three months time, for six months time, 12 months time. Remind yourself. I probably should put that on a poster somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, yeah. Yeah, but I'm the same as Delia. Like I will put out posts, and I and then it's very very quiet for a while. And I'm like, like, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Am I doing this wrong? But you're not doing anything wrong. What you've got to say is, what am I doing right? Change that thought process to say, what am I doing right? And even if it is a quiet time, maybe what you're doing right is you're teaching your brain that this is a journey. It is. It, it's. A, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's like you can't plant seeds outside, water it for two or three days and go outside and we'll wear the flowers, right? Everything takes time. And especially in business, it's a no like, and trust factor. There's so many people out there. It's such a saturated market right now because everybody's online. So things are going to take a little bit longer and you just got to, you've got to be absolutely passionate that you're going to do this journey no matter how long it takes. If you want success, you're in it to win it for sure. Yes, I love that. There's um, 
uh, a quote that I listened, I listened to the Screw to 9 to 5 podcast and it's like you're playing to win, not not lose or something like that. And it's just like just keep just keep at it basically and don't don't stay in your comfort zone yeah. where, okay, I won't lose if I, I stay here. It's like, no, you have to go beyond that, think outside the square to, to really to win. And um, so something I've realised is that often when things are very overwhelming and I'm, I'm a bit emotional and all that, it often means that I'm on the cusp of something really good. And it's, it's, um, I've read that somewhere once and I told myself when I felt that I think it was towards the end of last month, kind of one of those days, nothing was going right. It's just like, (laughs) and I'm like, okay, I was just trying to console myself going, this is a good sign. Cause whenever this happens in my life, then a week or so later, there's clarity. Um, or even just, yeah, recently I was unwell and then I realized, oh, hang on a second, maybe I'm just pushing things too hard. And then suddenly all these leads came in, um, you know, so like just had those moments. Oh, um, so true. I'd love to I, hear, um, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, what, what were you going to say? I, I'm the same as you, right? Because, and, and whenever something gets really, really hard, instead of me going, oh, this is too hard. I want to give up. I'm going, oh, this is exciting because something is going to happen. Something is happening. And those, you know, it's our, our brains like to keep us small. We have this, you know, this, this old, old brain that wants to say, sit on the couch and eat, you know, Twizzlers and watch TV and watch it because you're safe. So every time we do branch out and you do find things really, really hard, your brain's going, no, 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 sin rather come sit here. It's much more safe here. But what we need to do is just train our brains that it's okay to feel anxious. It's okay to feel scared because we haven't done it before. But the more we do it and the more muscle we create in that, in that area, the easier it becomes. So not to be afraid of, you know, things that are too big or scary, go do it. Like if you're going to do a Facebook live, I remember my first Facebook live, I was like, I did it three times. I tested it. I was like, now I'm like, eh, I could do Facebook in my pajamas, right? Because it's just about really making that, that, that switch in your brain to know this is, it's not as bad as you think it is. And it never really is as bad as we think it is. No, we over dramatize things, but um, you know how what would oh, what will happen if they do this this, and then the moment happens and it isn't as bad as you dramatize in your head. You're like, oh, oh, that's what it was. So why did that keep me up all night? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's there's things we don't understand that are happening anyway. Like I remember when I first did my first Facebook lives, there might be one or two people on there, and I thought, oh wow, like I was expecting to have a lot of people. But then the amount of people that watched it afterwards and went back and watched the recording. So we, there are things that we don't even know. There are people, I always say to my clients, there are people watching. And sometimes the people that are watching you to understand you, to learn more about you and your message, to see if you're the right person to work with, may not contact you. They may not send you likes until they are ready. Those people are the quiet people. They just sit back and watch what you're doing. And then they go, right, I'm ready to work with her. Yeah, well, someone said to it, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, and he goes, oh, I'm really enjoying all the stuff that you're putting out there on you know, LinkedIn. I get what you do now. I hadn't seen a single like, single comment at all from this guy. I had no idea that he was watching. Right. Uh, you know, you know, you can see how many views, and you're like, oh, is that even a real number? I was once told that, you know, LinkedIn <laughs> just glorifies the number to make you feel like you want to stay on the platform. Um, right. But <laughs> so, like, yeah, you can get caught up in that. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I had a master class this morning, my membership group. No one tuned in. We had a guest. And, but then afterwards with the recording, two people have already only an hour or so afterwards have commented going, oh, this is a really great session. Sorry, I wasn't able to tune in live. 
And it's like they are appreciating it, whereas at the time yeah. I'm like, well, what's going on? Is it not a value? Do they not want to see this? Am I doing the right thing? But it's just the stories that you tell yourself. And it is. I, I'm still guilty of that even though I say I'm a positive person. I Look, I, I am good at, I guess, dealing with those thoughts. I don't yeah. Let, yeah. Let control. I They flow, but then straight away I let them flow going, yeah, but you know what, it's okay. And then I'm back on track. I mean, we all have that negativity and it's 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 – it's really about catching yourself and going, okay, you know what You know, I find is as well is really talking to yourself, talking to your brain, saying, you know what, I don't want you to think like this right now. I want to think differently. Thank you. But let's think this way rather and make friends with that, per- with that brain, those thoughts that you have. Because I know for me when I was younger and I had all these negative thoughts and I was against those thoughts. I thought those are bad. I don't want to think them and I would push them away. But if you friend them and say, thank you, I appreciate you, you, you know, bringing that up, but I'm going to do things differently. So let's do things differently. And it just changes everything. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a lot more reflective these days. I was, uh, I listened to a podcast episode of, um, your brain. Uh, don't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was, she was just like, every time those kind of thoughts come up, she would pause and go, Oh, that's interesting. Why did that happen? And I'm, I'm being more reflective like that now with um, I feel myself getting stressed with the kids and then I'm like, oh, okay, why is that happening? Oh, it's because that other thing happened five minutes ago that deep down I haven't dealt with yet and that's why right. it's coming out with the kids but it's nothing to do with them. Um, or I've, I've stopped myself from yelling at my eldest for making a mistake. I've just said calmly, oh, no, you did that again. I mean, she might have gotten upset because I just told her she did something wrong but I didn't go off the handle like I may yeah. have in the past. I'm like, yeah. is and my, my dad was around and goes, oh, I'm, I'm very impressed how you didn't go off it. I'm like, well, it's not worth it. It's for yeah. a tiny little thing. Yes, it's a bit annoying. We have to fix something up that she accidentally stuffed up. But, yeah. you know, yeah. so I'm being more, so I'm more present, I guess, is very important too. Like, so you're not over-dramatizing the future and you're not reflecting on the past too much. And so, all right, right now, is yelling going to help the situation? No. <laughs> Just deal yeah. with it and move on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we all, have, I mean, we all, you know, this, I think you have a lot of parents that listen and I'm a mom, I've got four daughters. So I know what it's like to to have those moments where you are super frustrated and um, you, you you are, but I remember like I'm not a yeller. I've never, I don't yell at all. I never, never do. Because I feel like I'm the one that gets more stressed out than anything else. So I and I, when I when I did that when my kids were way younger, and I, I don't want to yell at you. It's and it's it's so much easier to handle the situation. But I know that especially now with COVID and kids at home and homeschooling. I mean, I know we're back now. We'll be back to school here. But um, a lot of my clients are American, and it's and it is. It's a definitely what what this, this time that we have has definitely amped, amplified everything that we're dealing with at the moment. So it has done that for sure. Yeah, and I want to ask you, uh, what do you feel are the consequences of having a negative mindset on yourself and those around you? Oh, it's, it just stops you in your tracks, absolutely. I mean, I, as I said, Leanne, I think um, we all be humans so, and our brains want to keep us safe. So we all have that negativity somewhere, but that, that stops us growing. It stops us. Be, I mean, you can. It keeps you safe. You can stay at home and be the way you are if you want to, but you know, to, to live a fulfilling life, you need to grow, you need to experience, you need to have those ups and downs, you need to have the good and the bad. And that negativity holds you back from 
so much joy and, and excitement and so much fulfillment and just being living your best life ever. So yes, it's going to be challenging. And I said to my clients, you know, entrepreneurship is not a walk in the park. Like you have to be pretty tough to, if you want to, if you want to go on this journey and make it work, but it is so rewarding and it's so good. And that feeling is so great. You know, it's like when you go to the gym, right? I haven't been to the gym forever. And I just joined the gym this week. My daughter was saying, just join the gym. Cause I was complaining, oh, you know, I just sit on my bum all day and I'm working and ever anything. But the feeling that I got afterwards is so because you're pushing yourself. And I think that's what you've got to do in life. Don't hold yourself back. Allow yourself to make mistakes. It's in those mistakes that we grow. And that's so important. Yeah. I think just yeah, people are so that's what, you know, my, I said in my message at the beginning, I, I want to help people overcome that fear of failure, because if you don't take any action, then you just stand still and you don't go anywhere. Whereas if you do fail which is really a learning you can go beyond that yeah and I've look I, I'm a big believer in pushing myself out of my comfort zone um I mean I don't do skydiving or those adrenaline types <laughs> or just in my business uh but yeah I, I just I go all right well that would be cool let's give that a go or that's um I guess I can fall into the trap of the shiny object syndrome thing but Usually if I feel it's aligned with what I'm all about, then I follow my gut and go with it. I'm like, look, I don't know how to do it. I'll work it out as I go. I'll just, yeah. just take one little step here and the next step and the next step. I'll accept that there's people I probably need to ask for help and yeah. that's okay. And people are always, you, you may not realize it, but so many mentors, like people who are, well, uh, who've achieved what you want to achieve are willing to give you that advice. And that actually brings me, I want to ask you that who are your mentors or who have been your mentors in the past? Well, um, I, um, I've done B school with Marie Folio and did you do that as well? Oh, I love No, her. I've heard it. Like yeah. so I read her book, um, anything's what is um, it? Um, figure out a bill. Yeah. Actually, I actually went to, um, I met her. It was fantastic. She, she did a, um, a big um, like a media blast when she came, when it came out in LA and I went to the media blast. It was fantastic. She is just a ball of fire. She's a little thing. She's amazing, right? So I did that in 2018. I did B school, which I loved. So she's definitely one of the people that I look up to and I go, oh, this is fantastic. And then I went on to another program, which is called 2K for 2K, which is a coaching program. And, and I really love that. So um, I am um, I am just driven to women that are successful, that have done well in their lives and in, independently because, you know, having four daughters as well and I'm a single mom, I feel like this is super important to be independent and feel good about what you're creating. So, um, yeah, I, I love, you know, I'm super happy to, you know, watch people, see what they're doing, understand what they're doing. Also, Tony Robbins was a huge, huge change for me. Um uh, when I was coming out of, you know, just, you know, growing into the person that I am. And um, he, I went to a couple of his seminars and they were just transformative. Absolutely fantastic. So I think that was, you know, how uh, before you said to me what actually flipped for you, I think definitely Tony Robbins was a, a definite change in my mindset for sure. Yeah, I haven't been to any of his seminars. I've only caught bits and pieces of like clips of video clips of him here and there and read some things but I haven't really immersed in the Tony experience yet oh, so <laughs> crazy I've been to three it's absolutely crazy 
seriously, you start at 10 o'clock in the morning and you go to two o'clock every night. And I had no voice for three weeks afterwards because <laughs> I was screaming so much. It is unbelievable. He, he's, he's incredible. He really is. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and so and so the 2K for 2K thing, that was a coaching program you did. Okay, and Marie Marifolio. Awesome. Yeah. I'll put that in the show notes if anyone does want to look into, yeah. into all of those. Um, and I wanted to ask you as well, what was the other question I want to ask you? Um, yeah, uh, so what's the typical issues that your clients have when they come to you? Okay, so I have clients from all over. The, I have a very diverse amount, you know, people. I've got... Um, dietitians I've got nutritionists I've got a, a lady who's just launching an amazing bag um, um, upper like really beautiful bag range um, in New York I've got an I think I said the nurse you anyway, I've, I've got the ranges but I feel like if there's a common thread with all of them it's definitely frustration on am I doing the right thing I don't know what I'm doing how can I increase my reach how can I increase my visibility how can I get to grow my social media and how can I get um, to attract my clients? I don't know how to get clients and I have that a lot. Like how do I get clients? And I think that's above the board. We just go then what we do is then we go into really looking at strategy, marketing. I look at we do it, we do a three-month program where I set them, we set goals and for three months and then we set goals for every single month and then we sit back and we set goals for every day. And that's what I was going to say to you before when you said to me, you sometimes just all over the place with your day with, with my clients. I'm like, there's, a, there's three non-negotiables that you have to do every single day. And seriously, it makes the biggest difference. So if you are putting out posts every day, that's what you've got to do. You have to be consistency is key. So I really get them to do whatever those three things is, those three things are that are applicable to growing their business. I make sure that I really get them to follow through with that because that's how you get growth. That's how you get momentum. And before you mentioned, take one step at a time. And I love that because that's when you're taking one step in front of the other. When you're taking those three non-negotiables every day, that's how you're growing your brand. Love it. So what was the, so I got the putting up posts. What was the other, other two? So um, whether you're putting up posts, if you're writing a book, if you, if you, um, it, it doesn't matter what they're doing, right? So either you're doing posts every, or going live or you're growing an email. So you choose three and then you just make choose, sure you do them every day. Right. So it's depending on what they're doing. Like some people are launching, like launching mastermind. So then I help them with that. What do we have to do to launch a mastermind? We get into that and we really get that done. So it's those three things that will be applicable to your end result for your week. So we look back and we say, okay, what do we want to reach by Friday? Some people go, okay, I want to get five clients by Friday. Then we break it down to, okay, let's break it down into days. What do we need to do to get those five clients by Friday? And then we look at, then we break it down to three non-negotiables every single day that you are going to do to get you to reach the goal of getting those five clients every day. So it could also be like picking up the phone and calling an old client or calling a a cold lead or someone who reached out to you months ago and, and reconnecting with them or something like that. Yeah, I've got a real estate agent at the moment as well, actually. And that's what I, that's, what she, that's one of the three non-negotiables that she's doing right now is reaching out to contacts, going in there and reaching out to past contacts, calling them, sending them emails, you know, friending them. That, 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 let's not underestimate that, that going out there and meeting people and telling them what you do because people need instruction. And I've really found that out a lot is that people need to know what is the next step to work with you. What is the next step I need to do? What are you doing right now that may help me 
So it's all about your client and it's how you can truly help them be better or create a better life for themselves. Yeah, and that ties in what I do, you know, with the getting that message right. Because mm-hmm. if you if you don't know ultimately what you're doing, what you're providing, then you can't that message is just unclear when you're sitting out there. And look, I'm guilty of this. As I've, I've mentioned in past episodes, I've been reflecting on this because my business has kind of gone through a bit of restructure this year. But I still have people a bit confused about, um, oh, oh, you do copywriting. I'm like, yeah, isn't that coming through? <laughs> oh, oh, you do strategy too. Yeah, isn't that coming through? And so it's, yeah, that's how, why I have to be consistent and just keep sending that message out there, putting it out there, putting it out there and re, yeah, reconnecting with people and saying, oh, you know, in the past I've written a blog for you, but do you know that I can also do strategy? Oh, okay. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, that would be helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I love that, the three things. Yeah, three non-negotiables every day. I mean, my client actually, because I have, I work with them on a Zoom call once a week and then they have um, unlimited email support with me during the week. And I have a lot, and I really encourage them to send me their copy, send me things so I can help them along the way. And my client sent me a copy yesterday and um, she's, she's from in America and it was 10 o'clock in America. And she said to me, should I post this or should I wait for the morning? And I went, no, do it now. You don't know who's watching. And that's the whole thing is don't wait put it out there. You don't know who's watching. You don't know who's out there. You don't know who's listening. And it's super important to do that. And that's exactly what you were saying, to be able to really get your message out there. It's all about the message. You can talk every single day. You can be on every social media platform, but if you don't have the right message and you're not talking to your ideal customer avatar in the way that they understand and they want to work with you, you're not going to get a response. Yes, and that's I was going to mention about nation and the you know, ideal avatar because I do have clients coming to me who are just a bit confused about that, and so I was like, well, how are you going to get the message right if you don't know who you're actually talking to? And and a lot of people still say, oh, really? I I help everyone. And you're like, yeah, but how do you how do people know that you're really talking to them if you're not really focused? Because then if you're aimed at you know aiming at, at women who are mums, but you're just talking more general, which could be relevant to a teenage guy then they don't necessarily know but if you go oh are you struggling you know to keep your head above water with your kids and your work and then it's like oh yes yes and that's where I love my hypothetical questions because it gets them saying yes they're talking to me yes they get my pain points and that's why I'm big on the pain points and working that out so that's often the the groundwork like working with me Um, I guess it will probably be the same with you because if they want to get the results they have to know what they're actually doing, who they're talking to. Message is something that I do right at the beginning with my clients. We look at your your ideal customer avatar and we look at your message and we look at how you can best get your message across. So you create that know, like, and trust factor, that you are authentic, that people really understand what you do and how you can help them. Because everyone wants, there's a, there's a reason why they're working with you. There's so many people out there doing similar things to you. What is unique to you? And you've got to look at that uniqueness. You have something special about you. So let's work out what that is so that you can put that out there and attract those people that want what you have to offer. And that is super important. Niching is a big thing. A lot of people say, oh, like niching has become quite a controversial word right now. It's like, I don't think I need a niche, but I do. So even if your niche is broad, it doesn't matter. You still have to get your messaging right. And as you move along with this journey of entrepreneurship, you will find that your niching will get to a point where you know exactly who you're talking to because I feel like that is where you're going to get the most traction. Yeah, and I think that's why I've really started to build up traction now. Uh, you know, I was 
aiming at health and wellness people, but I, my message was in the past a lot more generic. And now like all my website jobs are pretty much all about wellness. Uh, there's a couple of uh, like team performance related, but they both have, are coming in with that well-being angle, which I'm like, yes, cool. I can, I can do that. So I'm feeling more aligned with the clients as yeah. well, which, so it's a win-win, right? They, they, they connect with your message. You're more likely to get the leads, but they're the people you want to work with, not just Absolutely. the money. And it's, you'll be a lot more aligned with them. And it's funny, oh, it's so funny how that happens because your, your niche finds you. Um, so I was, when I was um, graduating from being, uh, you know, from learning um, coaching, I did um, life coaching and at UCLA, as I said before, and I did a lot of life coaching before, but then people were like, okay, so how did you create your successful business? Because I had two successful businesses prior to this. So it organically took its way to, okay, I, I pretty much most of my clients now are women in business. Um, it does come with the life coaching side because we do talk about mindset and positivity and abundance and all those things because, as I say, they come kind of hand in hand. But they all have businesses and we, they're all trying to, you know, get a result. So I think your niche, it's funny how you say that, right? Your niche found you, like you, you, you were putting out a message and those people said, okay, they found you and that's where you are right now. So it does happen. Yeah. And so you need to, um, so that's where I guess tying with the positive mindset thing comes in, because if you're doubting whether you're giving enough value or people really want to hear what you have to say, then you're not going to put yourself out there and they're not going to hear you. So, and it doesn't matter if you are not an authority, you know, it used to be, oh, you've got to be an authority in your field and you've got to be up there, you know, just telling people how, um, you can really help them in a kind of authoritarian way but it doesn't it doesn't have to be like that no I say it's authenticity be rather than authority yes, you know? yeah. absolutely be authentic be real share your struggles because that's when people contact that, that's when they gel with you going oh she went through to a she went through a similar thing to me so she'll understand where I'm at so we're all people and we all have struggles so sharing those are so important so don't hold back from putting out content or feel like, oh, I can't put this out because it doesn't make me look like I know what I'm doing. Rather, you know, share it in a way that this is where, this is what I've overcome. This is how I've, I've been able to, and, and always help them say, this is where I was, this is where I am now, and this is how I can help you get to where you need to be. Yes, because quite often the reason you have your business is because there was a situation where you personally were struggling or a family member or a friend was struggling. It's given you that idea and then you've gone into business. And and I that's I've we've had an episode with Rashida uh, Tabali about storytelling and it's so important. And this is why I'm big on having the about page on your website and it being powerful and sharing your story because that shows you're human. It takes you off that pedestal. Uh, like I, yeah, I've been recording videos lately. I've been making jokes, stuffing up. Uh, my, cl- <laughs> my clicker hasn't, uh, anyone who's been watching them, my clicker is not very good at turning it off. So I might just go back to my stretched arm to turn it off. But right. just because then people see me as being relatable. And that's what yes. I used to go, oh, they're going to see me as being an idiot. But now, yeah, I'm seeing that quirk as being a, a positive and going, oh, well, look, the right people will love that energy and, and connect with me. The, yes. the wrong people will just keep on scrolling, hopefully. Absolutely. People, no yeah, trolls. That's what you want to do. You want to stop the scroll, number one. But people want to connect with people. And a person is not somebody who's perfect, right? So people like that. They want you to be authentic. They want you to be real. They want you to show your, your, your pain points and your wins and your struggles. That's what makes you a person and real. And that's what people, that's when people stop the struggle. Oh, 
And I mean, I know when you when you're on there and you're scrolling, no matter what you're doing, yes, you'll look at all the glitzy and glam stuff because that's what we like. But then all of a sudden, you'll see something. Oh, I want to see how, what happened to her. How did she get through that? Yeah, it just reminds me of a little uh, YouTube video I saw the other day of this guy where no one showed up for his workshop and he ran it anyway. And he'd been sponsored by, you know, I can't remember who it was now, uh, it was Squarespace. Uh, but his video, his YouTube video, because he's like a big YouTube dude, it was meant to be uh, a video of his presentation, his hour presentation. But no, it was always issues at the beginning which just he recorded it and no one showed up, just he had his partner in the audience and that was it. But he still ran the workshop. And then it was really beautiful because this is how you could turn a negative into a positive. He then talked about, oh, you know, sorry, no one showed up, whatever. But you know what? I want to use this opportunity because his the name of his video was no one showed up, but I ran my workshop anyway. Right. That would make people pay attention, right? Yes. Like, oh, okay. And so he used this video. At the end of this video, he talked about someone else who's doing videos to support a third world country's cause. And I thought it was brilliant to use his following to actually get people to follow something else that was mm-hmm. of even more value than his little mishap. And I thought that is a perfect example of turning a negative into a positive. Absolutely. So I, I want to ask you as well, just, I mean, we've talked a lot about the positive mindset, but sometimes you do have those downfalls and those low periods because they're human and that just happens so what are your tips for managing your mindset if you are going through a difficult time and just it's been a few days or a few weeks and you're finding it hard to to find that positivity again okay so it's so interesting because my client um just a couple of weeks ago had this issue where she was just really in a slump and we were talking about this and she said, I can't just switch off my, my down, you know, this down period and go, okay, well, this doesn't serve me because I often say use the word when you, when you do come to a crossroad and you, you are very negative to say the words, this does not serve me when you're thinking like thoughts that are not serving you. But she was saying, I can't just switch from being like really in a bad place to say this doesn't serve me and then be happy, which is so true. So when, so my advice is when you do get to that negative place and you just feel like you really can't get out of it, acknowledge it. It's okay. It's okay to feel like this because we do, we feel, we got feelings and, and, and to us, it's a big deal. And no matter what it is, even if it's a small deal to somebody else, to us, it is a big deal. So acknowledge the feeling, be okay with it. The thing is to let it sit for a while, but don't let it change everything. So that's the the thing is to say, yeah, this is where I'm at. It's tough. I'm not able to do this. This morning, um, I I was just running from one meeting to the next and it was just getting like so overwhelming. And finally I went, okay, I've just got to stop for a minute because I want to be the best I can be for my clients and walk away. And that's what I'm saying to you. When you come to something that's really difficult for you, that is the time to break, take a break. That is the time for self-care. That is the time to go for a walk with your dog, to walk outside and to practice gratitude. That helps so much for the little things. The little things like I'm so grateful for the food that I ate today or it's so beautiful outside. At the moment, we're in spring in Australia and it's so pretty. And I was actually looking at the flowers the other day and saying, who decided what colors to put in the flowers? They're so beautiful. So just to notice things when you're really in a negative place can help you move to being feeling a bit better, but allow that. Don't beat up on yourself. We it's we do have those times, and it's very hard to just switch. So let them happen, but also try and get yourself out by 
looking at the positive side too. Yeah, because it's not healthy to just shove it under the carpet and not deal with it. It's like you have to kind of acknowledge it. I'm having a bad day. That's what I do. I'm like, having a bad day. I just want to have a cup of tea and go to bed and I know tomorrow's a new day and just, you know, move on, just accept it. Um, and, yeah, like the gratitude thing, it's just so powerful. If you just Because when you're in a bad mood, everything seems crap. But if you just start yeah. going, oh, well, I'm so thankful for, yeah, my, my, my kids who or that hug that just gave me or this that really right. tasty meal or this house I live in or this car that I have. And when you start kind of and then re, and, and really feel that, that gratitude yes. as well, not just say it, really feel it um, until sometimes you're on the verge of tears of how happy it, you, know, you are yeah. with it. And then that's a really good way that I've found to, to turn that switch. Um, and starting over, I love that. I mean, if, if you are feeling like that, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to go, you know what, tomorrow's another day because you'll start fresh and your, and your ideas will be different and your, and your results will be different. So if things are really bad, then just take the day off, take the afternoon off. It's okay to do that. And I think we're so tough on ourselves to go, oh, no, I've got a deadline, I've got results to but if you do find that, you know, things have become overwhelmed, that's, that's a sign for you to say, I need to slow down. I need to just back up a little bit, take, you know, look at what, what's happening in my life and just take a breather. And it's so important that you do that. I and spoil yourself. Spoil yourself. Go buy yourself some flowers. Go and have a bubble bath. You know, drink a glass of wine if that's what you do. Do something for you that makes you feel good. I love that. Like, yeah, I had a little a break to go to the shops to buy ex, extra ingredients for dinner today. And I'm like, oh, do I have time? Like, I can go out for half an hour for lunch break. Like, this is okay. And I'm still guilty of that. Like, I do cram a lot into my day. And I'm like, no, it's okay to just go outside and walk around the garden. And we, you know, we had some, put some flowers in. I've got, I can just show you. There's little nice. flowers. They're only, they're only little daisies. So they're in a little port glasses. There's water, not port. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've had that for a couple of days and they still look nice. And so I look down that go, oh, yes, I love that I've got flowers in my backyard now after two years of nothing. Yeah. Uh, it took us a while. But, um, I mean, this all ties in very nicely because I always ask my guests, how do you manage your own health and wellness, Cindy? What do I do? Okay, so I, um, well, I, since I've kind of done this journey going from, you know, a pretty tough place to where I am now, I'm very aware of my thoughts. And I, and I think that's, my that's my kind of wellness routine that I do with my mind is I really see that my thoughts are serving me in the best way possible but I believe in possibility and I teach that to my or I, I, we talk about this with my clients possibility changes everything because if you can believe in possibility it opens up so many things for you so I believe in possibility when it comes to work exercise whatever that is there's always possibility. Somebody's either done it before you or you can do it for yourself. And then when it comes to just my eating, if that's what you're talking about, like what I do, I am a vegetarian. Well, I'm a pescatarian and I have been for most of my life, so I don't eat meat. Um, and um, I'm lucky because I'm really small. Um, I, As I said, I've just gone back to the gym, which I haven't been forever, but I did used to do Pilates. So I'm, I, and I, and I'm not a junk food eater. Like I, I do like to have nice, healthy food. So, um, yeah, just, just take care of, I'm not great at drinking. I do not drink water, which I know that I absolutely should. And I don't drink alcohol and I don't have coffee. So I do, I do like to, and I don't, yeah. So I guess I'm, I'm a clean eating person and, um, and I have a, a fairly, you know, clean living life. 
And then you'd obviously feel the benefits of that by always feeling energetic and yeah. and-, <laughs> and I just want to be the best I can be for my clients. So when I'm when, so I can be 100% present. So when I'm when I'm with a client, it's all about them. I'm I'm 100% present. And to do that, I've got to be able to make sure that I've got the energy, that my mind's on 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 you know on point, and I can give them that the, they can walk out from a, a session having the best results possible. Yay. I love that. Take care of you so you can be the best for them. Yes. Yes. And same as you and everybody else, take care of you so you can be the best for your kids or your business or your partner or whoever that is. It's like the thing on the airplane. I never understood why do I have to put a mask on me before when I had kids? I don't want to do that. I want to give it to my kids because I'm a giver. I would, I always put myself second. I don't, even now I do not put myself first. I put my kids first and I, I, I think like that, but inherently I look after myself because I make sure that I, I can be the best I can be for them. So yeah, you understand now why you do have to do that. Yes, definitely. And yeah, cause I think we, you know, sometimes you get, Oh, I'm, I'm being selfish. Oh, I don't want to be selfish. I need to think. Um, yeah. If you, especially if I'm a mom, like I feel like I have to put the kids first, but you can give, give, you give and burn out and then you're no good to anyone yourself right. or them. So it's, yeah. And sometimes I do get to that point where I'm like, feeling very tired okay now it's time for me and I've started doing like self-care Saturdays which I haven't done the last couple of weeks with the kids birthdays but um <laughs> I always do you know I do the run around with their activities in the morning and then I do something for me in the afternoon whether it's just going out to the shops on my own or my nails yeah. or a facial or reading or just gardening or something. whatever something yeah absolutely, absolutely. and how so can important. um how, how can people connect with you so easy, guys. So my name's Cindy Shames. So it's Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y-S-H-A-M-E-S. And my website is cindyshames.com. And my Facebook group, which is just growing and has got amazing people in that, is Unstoppable Results. So um, come into Facebook and come and join us and meet people and, and, and show what you're up to. And we, we support you with that. And my Instagram is the same thing. It's Cindy Shames. So um, easy to find me. I would love to talk to you, see where you're at. If any of this resonated with you and you want to have a chat, I would love to, to hear about where you are in your journey and where your business is going. Oh, thank you. I could so easily talk to you about this topic <laughs> and other stuff for ages. We will. Totally. <laughs> we'll talk again. Yeah, we will. <laughs> um, but, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. I really enjoyed our, se- our session. And, um, yeah, it's just you're singing my, my song, right? Like I oh, love, I love this. Thanks, um, Leanne. Thank you so much. And just know, everybody, just remember it is possible. That changed so much for me when I know it is that possibility opens up everything. So when you get stuck and things get really tough for you, just know it is possible and, and believe and, and do the gratitude and, um, and plan. If you can plan, then you don't get overwhelmed. I love that. I've written down that possibility opens up everything. Cause it's true. As soon as I'm asked, oh. what if you could just get two more clients? And I'm like, but where, and how to manage that? And then it's like, but, but what if I can be playful with it? It's okay. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and simplify to amplify. So if you want to amplify something, just really simplify it down and then you can actually amplify the results as well, which, which definitely I've got all these little things, all these little sayings. I love so. the slogans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll put them all over my room. Uh, thank you so much. Thank and thank you, Leanne. Thank you. And thank you to you, dear listener, for tuning in. You can find show notes for the episode at marketingandme.com today, you. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and leave me a rating and review via your podcast app or at ratethispodcast.com slash marketingandme. And if you're interested in connecting with me, feel free to reach out via LinkedIn. 
just search for Leanne Shelton and let me know you're a follower of the podcast. And if you want to learn more about generating leads or outsourcing your copywriting to me, head to my website, righttimemarketing.com.au and book in a free 30-minute discovery call. Until next time, I wish you good health and good wealth.